happened, y'all? What's up? What's we, up, y'all? We are back. My name is Sonny Ture. I'm Akita G. And you are now welcome to the Fire This Time podcast, episode 43, Aki. 43, we're back up in here burning shit. <laughs> always, always. So, yeah, we got a good show for y'all. We're going to be talking about uh, <laughs> what people are terming the slap her around the world. <laughs> we'll spend a little time on that. Then we're going to talk about, let me check the list real quick. We're going to talk about uh, uh, Kataji uh, Brown Jackson's uh, uh, nomination to the Supreme Court and how those proceedings are going. We're really going to talk about Cory Booker. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And, and uh, you his, know. His, his, his prophecy of the new black messiah. <laughs> Real talk. He, he gave out prophecy up there. The ascendancy of the black queen to the <laughs> top of the mountain in, yeah. of white America. It's, 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 it's something special, y'all. Y'all going to see what we're talking about, too, yeah. once we get there. And then we're going to finish the show talking about uh, the demise of the Black News Channel. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Mark Lamont Hill affiliated. Uh, Black News Channel that was supposed to be a TV, actual TV channel, ended up just being a YouTube joint. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying. And then, uh, you know, uh, I guess within two years it ended up failing. So yeah. we're gonna talk a little bit about that uh, as well at the end. Uh, but yeah, Aki, uh, actually we're gonna start the show today. Uh, we're gonna welcome ourselves to uh, a new type of venture, or I guess maybe just a new designation. Yeah. But uh, you know, uh, Push Soul is a hip hop collective that I'm part of. Uh, you know, spans the U.S. really as far as we got brothers in Florida, Virginia, Chicago, here in Champaign, St. All Louis, four corners. California. You know what I'm saying? Uh, basically, you know, really started with the hip hop, uh, but also it's branching out, you know what I'm saying, into film, photography. And also, uh, you know, we decided to bring the podcast under the umbrella of Push Soul. Uh, as kind of like a label or umbrella type organization, you know what I'm saying? So we can all start pushing, you know, the same direction, you know what I'm saying? So, That's what's up, right? Yeah, now. go and speak on Aki. I mean, you know, it's a new adventure we're going to go into, you know what I'm saying? Uh, most of the brothers and uh, people in the fellowship is already known. We already fellowship together. So, you know, we wanted to bring that into that umbrella and, um, you know, try to come up with some new type of uh ideas for y'all you know we're trying to change some things up in the future and get a lot um more not only better at what we do but also try to give you a little more flavor of some different things and you know coming under that collective and having a uh, a strong you know bond and partnership you know what i'm saying we can make some shit happen you know oh yeah and can't nothing stop you know brothers coming together and working together for the same type goal most of the people that I think y'all have ever heard on here that did commentary on here, guests have been pushed off. Yeah, most of them. Like, yeah, you know, we've had Amari, Yantre, we had a bunch of people yeah, on here. Yeah, Yantre, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, we welcome ourselves, you know, as this uh, Fire This Time podcast to the Push Soul group. And, uh, you know, and I know Push Soul sends uh, our or their regards as well. Yeah. Uh, you know, with that being said, it's going to keep it moving our key. Well, uh, give some people some of this put soul fire this time flavor. You know how it go. And uh, you know we're gonna talk about the slap her around the world. I keep. Yeah. So yeah. I know everybody's seen this shit. Right. Yeah. I don't know, man. If, if you haven't seen it, you need to go ahead and Google it in and see this right here. You know, um, you know my man Will Smith. You know he's been going through some things lately. You know, he in a bad place, man. Yeah. You know, um, just a lot of things been coming out. Y'all know what it is. Y'all done been around the last two, three summers. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so I, yeah. You know, y'all know what's been going on with Will and uh, like his tour. uh, yeah, his marriage. You know, it's going through some shit. You know, but you know he didn't seem to you know 
try to be on the positive end of it and things, you know. But, uh, you know, had some off moments here and then, uh, you know, this slap right here was uh, something special. So I just give you the rundown, you know. Ward show, you know. Chris Rock is up there hosting. Oscars. The Oscars, you know. Oscars, you know. It's not nothing uncommon. He didn't host other award shows before. Um, and as most people know, you know, when they normally had comedians hosting, that's the potential that you will get roasted. You know? They just come with it. You front know? row? Yeah, front row. You, you guaranteed to be roasted. It's like going to a black comedy show and you in the front row. You got a potential to get roasted. Right there, on the spot. And, uh, you know, of course, you know, Chris Rock, you know, he's seen uh, Will, you know, sitting there with lovely Jada. And uh, he made a little joke, you know. You know, Jada be rocking the short dude. And, uh, you know, he was like, you know, he was <laughs> pretty much said he was waiting for, you know, the next G.I. Jane 2 to come out. Right. You know, the crowd laughed and. Even he, you know, chuckled and smiled a little bit, but you know, Jada didn't really yeah. smile or chuckle. She, she wasn't like, rocking with yeah, it. Yeah, she wasn't really rocking with that shit. You know, Chris Rock spoke a couple of more words, and when I say a couple of more words, like maybe six, and before we know it, Will Smith is walking up on stage. Walks up there, pulls out his pimp hand, and he smacks him across the face. And walks off the stage, goes sit down, and then just start straight throwing out G screams. <laughs> Keep my woman's name out my your mouth. Keep my wife's name Man. out your effing mouth. I mean, like you know, you seen a brother. There was a brother there. It was all the brother came out and went right there, and you know. Chris Rock was up there like, wow, you know, I just got the shit snapped out of me on national TV. You know, he tried to make a light of a joke of it, you know. And, um, you know, I think he acknowledged that we on TV. We can't really, you know. And uh, that's what pretty much happened. 30 minutes later, Will Smith wins the uh, Oscar <laughs> <laughs> or whatever they call for uh, best actor. <laughs> oh, God. For, for King James. Yeah. Which was deserved. That was a hell of a movie. He King did his Will, thing. King in. William. Oh, King, King Richard. It's yeah, King, King Richard. I'm King, sorry. Yeah. King Richard. I'm talking about King James. <laughs> King Richard. Lakers. And he deserved, yeah. He he deserved that. It was a good movie. He did some great acting in it. I respect the story. But damn. <laughs> 30 minutes later, you get an award. Do you, think he had, you think he had him spooked out? Think they were scared back then when they was making that nominee? Like, man, do you hate Hey, Chris Rock might run up. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, and he, I, ultimately, I think you know, I, I think uh, Will Smith lost his cool. You know, I think he's in a bad place. I, I, of course, he is. You heard what he's saying. You seen the tears. You yeah. seen him yelling uncontrollably. He's in a bad place. You know what I'm saying? Everybody trying to talk about this is how you protect black women. I think you know people are just juvenile birds. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, it was a joke by a comedian that whether he knew, he he said he didn't know about her condition. But uh, I think the joke was innocent enough that that's not something you do that, what yeah. Will Smith did. Yeah. I don't think it got nothing to do with white people's expectations. 
you know what I'm saying, or their 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 principles or whatever. You know, it's not white supremacy that makes me be able to say, you know, we should treat our, each other with more respect. Yeah. And, uh, you know, advocate just for a better type of, uh, you know, social joint going on. Yeah, like, interaction with each other. Yeah, interaction with each other, Solve exactly. problems and things of that sort. Disagreements. Mm-hmm. We, can talk, you know, we can talk things out. Will could have, you know, yelled what he wanted to say about his joke from the sea. He could have went up there and said something. But to put hands on somebody like that, like, I, I just find a juvenile. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, don't, I don't think, and I, actually, I know for a fact, uh, a real woman, a strong woman, ain't going to want her man to do that. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. We're talking about a joke from a comedian well, I on, mean, like on the stage. You at the Oscars. You and your man is at the Oscars. I think even if you at the... Anywhere. 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 But I'm just saying, like... I think Will only got that shit off with Chris Rock at the Oscars. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Like yeah. he's not doing that backstage. Yeah. And he's, that's the that's the scary thing because you know what I'm saying. You can't look at that and then say, "Oh, that's protecting women," because now you got to take that and relate that to what's going to go on in the hood. If you smack a man in his goddamn face, and, you know, people making that joke saying, "Oh, this is Will Smith. He do this." You know what I'm saying? Because I think some reporter tried to give him a kiss. Yeah, and he, and, and he did like this little fluffy backhand. Yeah, somebody who was it? I think it's Coach Thirty on Twitter saying that uh, Will Smith be having some sassy or some zesty slaps. Yeah, <laughs> and he do like look. He say zesty. Listen, the little backhand he gave the reporter zesty. The uh, <laughs> the slap that the slap that he gave Chris Rock was zesty as hell. Everybody, look, everybody that's, that was complimenting Will Smith's form on that is silly. I think you know what I'm saying. <laughs> they making laughs of it, man. He, I think he only connected with his fingers. You know what I'm saying. And plus, was it a full connecting slap? No, 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 no. no. I, it looked like he pulled it. it. Looked like damn near halfway through, he, he like oh my almost, god, I'm fucking up. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Because I mean, it, it, his palm it wasn't like palm to cheek. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It wasn't a full fledged nah, connect. No, nah, like I, you know, most of the movement I think from Chris Rock was also him just reacting to a, a, a arm coming at him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't, yeah. Uh, anyways, I I think uh, Will Smith wasn't a, wasn't able to control his emotions. Yeah, and uh, you know it's okay to say that. You know, yeah. it ain't got nothing to do with white people to say that to admit that. Yeah. and uh, I mean, you know, man, I I just I would say for a man for his standing and 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 everything that he's put in, you know, the good and bad movies, regardless, he's put that work in. I've seen his acting ability. He's a decent actor. Um people don't understand you know will smith was the man for a minute for a minute will smith was the man you know far as top-notch black actors he was the dude hey when will when wild wild west came out yeah that that, that's when you knew because he made that damn movie (laughs) you know what i'm saying but but he but he was the man and you know so to hear people like you know this is the standard for you know, protecting black women. I'm looking at Will, and I'm like, I, I didn't notice Will been going through some stuff since, you know, these last two, three years and this red table shit and, and you know, all types of stuff. He's been going through some stuff. I can only imagine what it's like, you know, to, tr- to have that level of fame, have your family just that exposed. Look, he got regrets. He got regrets about yeah. the way he formed his marriage and his life. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, obviously... If he can't admit this, is he's just not to the point where he's able to admit it yeah, yet. But yeah. the choices that he made, maybe in choosing his wife, or maybe it was just 
choosing how him and his wife was going to conduct themselves. Yeah. He has regrets because there's no way you get to this point in your life with this much emotional pain that you admitting to the world yeah. that we seen you go through this turmoil and say you made the right choices. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to sober up at some point yeah. and just be like, you know, life is actually a little bit more complex than just free choice and happiness. Yeah. yeah. It's a little bit more complex than that. Yeah. Because you got people got to remember, man, Will comes from a traditional family. Mm. He come from a mom and a daddy who raised kids traditionally, you know. And no matter how much one may, you know what I'm saying, grow up and become a part of another world, as you get into your, you know, your mature years, you revert back to what you know. You That's why a lot of people say you become, you know what I'm saying, the model and the image that you, you know, you grew up seeing. He's seen a structure. I think his parents, damn, they're still married. I mean, you know, if they if they are alive, I'm not sure, but I think they're still married. I don't recall ever hearing anything about his, you know. And so it's like, you know, I man, feel sorry. I, I ain't gonna put this on. Well, I feel sorry for the brothers that live their lives trying to impress a woman. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or try to, or, or try to make themselves look better in a in a in a woman's eyes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because this this nigga will met Jada when. You know her and Pac had whatever they had going on, and she couldn't keep. She couldn't. She she couldn't get. get she couldn't hold on to Pac. Yeah, she couldn't hold on to him. Of course, there was some type of uh something going on there. Some type some type of feelings shared there. Yeah, and you know Will saw that attraction that they had, but also the attraction that him and Jada had, and uh also understood what he what what he was not yeah. in comparison as far as like. The typical woman, the boxes that you gonna check as far as on an attraction scale, like you know, he had, like Tupac had some boxes that Will couldn't check. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So well, I say this: boxes that Will couldn't check for what she was looking for. Exactly. I'm, I'm not saying overall yeah. like what what makes a good man and what doesn't. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying as far as what Jada was attracted to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He didn't check those boxes. He didn't check those boxes. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, so you, so now you're getting in a mode where you're trying to impress a woman and you hear how she is willing to live y'all's marriage and yeah. live y'all's lives and you go along with you try to please her instead of applying the lessons that you learn from your family and your culture. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And not to, not to even get biblical, but I mean, the Bible says don't lean on your own understanding. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And uh, that's why you got elders and family. Yeah, I mean, and that's what the modern age is really about, leaning on our own understanding of things instead yeah. of maybe some principles, traditions from the past that mm-hmm. maybe in this modern sense don't make the most sense. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or we think that we know better than, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And, you know, life will humble you, though. Yeah. Life yeah. is life is humbling yeah. Will Smith. And I mean, and that's real because he got the money. He got the fame. You know, he can do what he wants. In the sense of experience, life experiences, and he's probably experienced a lot of everything you want. Once you did all that, you revert back to the basics. My family, my kids, my wife, the relationships I got there. You know, you know, I don't like to see Will like that. You know what I'm saying? I don't like to see him like this. You know, I, it, it, you definitely can tell he's emotionally mentally just not i don't want to say mentally disturbed but he's emotionally disturbed right now and i mean right. in a sense of like you know because he's always crying it's not a good sign if you ever you know getting emotional crying yelling uncontrollably yeah in a place that's not no safe space you know what i'm saying like 
if we understand the Oscars to be as wide as it is, it you know, ain't no safe space. Exactly. So of course, like he ain't, this this man needs some outlets. This man need to you know yeah. really come to terms with what really sitting on the spirit, mm-hmm. which is you know I'm not happy with a woman that's giving it out. You know what I'm saying? Jada slept with her son's friend. August Alcina came to their family as a man that needed mentorship in a state of depression and physical illness. Mm-hmm. And Jada Pinkett slept with him, seeing it as a service to his healing journey. At least that's how, you know, a narcissist would, would rationalize it. You know what I'm saying? If it was switched, if it was switched, say it's like, who, who's a young black female starlet? You know what I'm saying? Say it's uh, Hallie and Chloe, one of them, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And they're Willow's friend. And they, you know, of adult age, and they come into the family seeking support, needing support, and Will Smith, old ass, sleep with them. He going to jail. We're going to rationalize that? Uh, and No, no, he may not go to jail, but what I will say is this, he will damn sure be roasted and destroyed in public because you said they was grown so you know what I'm saying he would be roasted in public for that and Will you seeing right now where leaning on your own understanding is getting you emotionally mm-hmm. your life is in turmoil you acting out in ways that you know is wrong and and, and you know of course the world is going to follow it he, 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 he had it but I think real niggas understand that Will Smith is in a bad place right now. Yeah. And, and don't get me wrong, and you know, just to jump off him, but then, then to get on how people looking at this. Like I said earlier, you know, y'all can't be going around here promoting this shit and saying this is some standard of protecting black women. You know what I'm saying? Because you got to understand something. In the real world, where the real people live, right? smacking a man will get you killed. There you go. It ain't gonna be no. It ain't no. It ain't no um, security there to stop it. Ain't nobody. If you smack a man for saying something, you gotta. You gotta face. The, you gotta. You know the consequences. As men, we know there's always a low level of threat in having any type of conflict with another male. We always know that it can go there. It can start over something minor, and it can get taken to something extreme. And so, you know, you made they made that they, 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 I don't know what's mot well I do know what's motivating them to have this type of idea of um, protection. Mm-hmm. But they better remember that that level of protection means your brothers, your sisters, and your son. I mean, your brothers, your sons, and your fathers. I mean, the, be, a black man is is rational. You know what I'm saying? A black yeah. man controls his emotion. That's what black masculinity is. He has is. to do that. As now, a male, we've evolved to do that. Now, I think a lot of people on the outside of, you know, understanding of black masculinity, people yeah. outside of that understanding, you know what I'm saying, accept these stereotypes of savageness. Yeah. They think we just pop it off. There's right. a lot of nuances that go on before shit happens. Oh, come on, Aki. You know, you know, you know it is. A, a, yeah. Black culture is so... I, I, want, I want to say scientific and how it approaches social interaction, mm-hmm. and vi- even including violence. Yeah. Uh, and you're right, Aki. Uh, you know, that that's a sign of regression. If you're averting, you know, in, in that type of sense, simple offenses, you smacking people. I, I'm seeing I'm seeing black radicals, black revolutionaries on, on Twitter saying uh, we need more slapping in public in places like the academy, in places like... Uh, 
uh, I guess, like award shows. You know what I'm saying? Like official events. We just need more violence. I mean, and that's the crazy shit, though. It's like, you know how I, you know how right now our people are soaked up in media. Ain't no way in hell you're going to be able to pull that. And, like, it's just, it's, it's like, pfft. no, you don't need that. You know, we, we as as humans and with, in the black community, we have been doing this long enough to know that there's an appropriate behavior in the way of responding to stuff and an inappropriate way of responding to stuff. And, yes, it is a level of interaction between two human beings, especially a man or two men, where you can push the right buttons and say the wrong thing that they ain't going to want to talk no more. But it's still nuances with that. It's things that lead to that. You know what I'm saying? You just don't come to that conclusion off something like that. When you smack a man, you know after that smack, something's coming behind it. It's going to be a response. You know, if he if he's any man, it's going to be a response. So we don't need to have that being promoted out here. Like that's some form of protection. Men can protect you a lot of other ways. Don't be trying to send your man out like guard dogs. To do shit like that, cause you, you, you I hate to say it, y'all gonna get a lot of y'all brothers, daddies, and uncles' asses whooped. <laughs> but it, it shows you what to think, bro. Like the first way a black man is gonna protect anybody is with his mind. Yeah, that, that's the first yeah. way. That's the most yeah. important way a black man is gonna protect anybody mm-hmm. is with his mind. And knowing, and knowing, and knowing his environment. Like people don't understand. You like you said, it's very scientific how black people interact. But let alone just how black men move. We have to move very scientific. We, when we walk by other black males, there may not be a fear there, but there is a definitely an assessment. An assessment, and we're damn dear pretty good at assessments. You know, we know what the gangsters look like, the G's, and we know what the squares look like, and we know sometimes the squares can be G's and gangsters, and you just don't know it. You know, we listen for the speech. We listen for the body movements. That's why you get around some dudes and the situation is tense. You don't need to be moving your hands like that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because it's a certain decorum that you hold when you, you know, when you're moving. It's scientific. And, like, it, you know, we, we, you know, we, it takes something for us to get there. You know what I'm saying? It ain't just, to, oh, some shit went down at the party and they started shooting up the party. Something happened way before that, before that shootout at the party happened. You know, and things go there. Mm-hmm. And we, no, I, I agree. I agree. I, I think that. There, there is there is some emotional reactivity still with the violence in our communities. Oh, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Oh yeah. But uh, but I guess my bigger point is the fact that you know we believe in revolutionary violence. Yeah. You know, as far as its righteousness, yeah. you know, and and the, and the need for it to be scientific. Mm-hmm. But it seems like some so-called radicals have this anarchist view of things, where because. I profess this belief in revolutionary violence. That also must mean I must accept violence in all avenues of life. Mm. And that, you know, we don't need to construct institutions that where violence is not, uh, you know, uh, looked down upon. Like, we, we should just accept violence in all institutions. Mm-hmm. That's ridiculous. You know, that's absolutely ridiculous. You know, we don't need an increased culture of, you know, people... Slapping comedians and stuff because they feel offended. Yeah, uh, and, and to some extent, even if you disagree with the politics of that comedian, 
a black comedian at that, who had some aspects in their life help. You know, comedians do a lot to to voice black people, to be a voice for black people, especially black comedians. Um, a lot of the world got their got their peak into the black community through comedians. Mm-hmm. You know. And so they hold a special place, just like the griot. They hold a special place. Some of them are griots. They hold a special place. But man, we can't have that, man. We can't. We can't be making that the standard of masculinity. You know, we can't be uh, making that the standard of masculine protection. You know, I'm 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 a strong believer in the four Ps. You know, but and protection is one of them. But um, men have developed better ways to protect and. I don't even know if that's protection. I look at it more as offense. Like yeah. like you, you know, it would have been different if you were saying I was offended by that, you know, versus people voicing this as a protection piece, you know. And even then, in that offense, you would still deserve much criticism because just because you're offended by something, you're going to go put your hands on another man. And no offense, I think to some extent Will knew who put the hands on. Mm-hmm. Because you wasn't gonna go up there and put them hands on by some of the other people. And what's and what you know and the stage that he could do it on. Uh, there you go. Because yeah. very much Chris Rock could have wanted to sock him back, but Chris Rock. If, if, and if that was the case, shout out to Chris Rock. If that was the case for condoning himself, if because he did a lot better than what I did, I, I would do. Mm-hmm. You slap me on national TV. Not only am I gonna feel embarrassed, but my manhood is gonna be you know, you know. And I don't know if that I don't want, I don't think that's a toxic aspect of it. You don't go smack another grown ass man in his goddamn face on national TV and expect nothing to happen. Hey, this might be the best thing for Chris Rock's comedy career because I mean I watched some of his more recent stand ups mm-hmm. and they were okay. You know what I'm saying? They were pretty good. I mean he's he's, a, he's funny. You know what I'm saying? But uh, I think some of course some of his previous work was better. Yeah. But this might spark something in him. I mean keep it real. He, he, he gonna make jokes for years off this. He he needed like he did say on stage like I ain't gonna say nothing about your wife no more like bro I would if I was Chris Rock I'm still I'm throwing him the rest of the night I'm I'm hey. I'm backstage between sets now writing new jokes <laughs> hey I don't know now cause see the way the, the way the way Will was pissed off keep my wife's name out your mouth nah all you gotta do is <laughs> Will's on Will's only catching people unaware bro like I'm not scared of I'm not scared of Will so if, say, I, if I know he's come I see him come I ain't worried about Will. See, it's, it's just gonna be some, it's gonna be some hand throwing and, and interchanging up there. I ain't worried about this, them, them uh, zesty slaps, bro. But uh, y'all, we just you know we just close out on it. You know, we we definitely want to let the people know, man. There's better ways to interact and solve conflicts and disagreements and offenses amongst us as the people. We've been on this planet Earth for thousands of years. We civilized, brought civilization all over this some bitch and culture. And so we've developed enough cultures and, and laws and principles and values that we should know how to interact with each other. Look, the, the opposite of white civilization is not black savageness. Yeah. It's black civilization yeah. by our standards. By our standards. And that's meaning it has culture with it that's rooted in us as the people. that comes from our biology and which dictates our environment. We got to start being better, create better systems here. And we've had systems here in America I mean, I personally feel within the black, not in America, but in black, in the black community, we got systems now that tell us not to do that. 
That I mean, it's a general code in the hood that you know not to smack to smack somebody. And if you smack them, you need to be prepared for the consequences. Well, and, and both Will Smith and Chris Rock is far departed from that. From that, you know. But don't get me wrong. So, nah, yeah. nah. They come from the, they come from black people. They know. Oh, you, I, know you smack a man. I agree that they can't. That, that they're from it. That's why I say that they're far departed. They from just it. they just ain't been. They ain't right. around them right yeah. now. now. They this, wasn't around them when they did that. Now we got we got a lot of black people commenting on this that ain't never been around it. Yeah, yeah. that ain't never been around the black community, yeah. the black culture. Yeah, because you you tan shit like that, man. You can't be having. You got a lot you, of people that they think just because their parents took them to some black shit a few times a year. And they live in a white neighborhood. Just because you go to the church and the barbershop and the hair salon in the hood, does not mean. Look, I put a lot. I, I think the church. Uh, I I actually think the church is a weekly black institution that you're attending. Yeah, yeah. If you if you're not going to church, where else are you having a more constant like? I'm not just talking about like uh, living amongst black people. But that's also a big part of it. But if yeah. you're not doing something institutionally with black people, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, that that's a big thing, too. You know I mean, what I'm saying? Like, I, and, and, of course, it, like, church is more, I guess, religious. But there's also, very like, social shit. I mean, I always relate the barbershop and the salon to that. Mm-hmm. Because so much of the social interaction, to deal with somebody's hair is personal. Mm-hmm. And... Most barbers and hair, hairdressers will tell you we pretty much like therapists. They know all the gossip. They know everything that's going on mm-hmm. because people feel comfortable with those people. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, those are institutions. Well, I mean, I always say men, boys learn so much as boys and men just being in a barbershop. Yeah. Just going in there, sitting in a chair next to your uncle, whoever, just sitting in there. You know, your mama could literally say, I'm gonna leave him here, and I'm gonna come back, and I'm gonna get him when his hair done. How long it's gonna be? About 15 minutes. Okay, then 15, 20 minutes. She finna go wherever. She come right back. She can be an hour. That little boy can sit right there in that shop. That boy gonna be fed. That boy gonna be warm, and ain't nobody gonna walk out that damn shop with him. Mm-hmm. That that ain't his mama. Facts. You know what I'm saying? You see, you're seeing protection. You're seeing all of those things that we got. That can provide solutions for conflict and stuff, and to to and definitely coupled with the church because the church I look more on as a value thing, you know, values type thing. Mm -hmm. That church puts those values in it, give you that institutional. So y'all doing work in the community. The barbershop is an institution within black communities, and the barbershop and the salon, these institutions within the black community where people come together. And we learn our nuances. We learn those mm. daily nuances. And I mean, yeah, we got to be deliberate about pursuing this type of black black collectivity. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Because the normal modern capitalist life is detrimental to that African type of communal living. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The fact that where we live at, even if in the black community, you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. that's not uh, as conducive as you know what I'm saying. I I say that's not the most conducive thing to even. Uh, the black culture, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Like, yeah. uh, and of course, like how our working lives as well, like yeah. how we have to labor, uh, of course, is not conducive because we're not laboring with each other. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, we're just, you know, a worker in the capitalist machine. And that, but you know what? And uh, and 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 that's where that church did serve that purpose at. The church did serve purpose there because there was that weekly gathering place mm-hmm. where. The people, whether they worked in the fields, worked in factories, worked from home, same shirts, whatever they was doing, yep. they was able to come together, come around each other, 
and you know what I'm saying, work together to like it's that work and that collective work together that changes values, that changes environments, that changes culture. So, you know, we just got to get a little bit better. You know, I hope my man will, you know, man, uh, find a safe place to, you know, release this, you know, emotion at, you know, and, um, you know, he might have to get, he might have to lead Jada, man, because I don't know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't want to say that shit right there because, I, I mean, I was she, happy that they was together. She slept with her son's depressed friend and called it an entanglement. Yeah, I, I mean, you know. Like, what? <laughs> what are we talking about? Here? I mean, like, you know, I, I'm just like, man, you know, I'm looking at it from the standpoint of like this, man. I just seen, we didn't seen too many black men go down and, you know, just fall, you know, go into this dark place. And it's like, you know, I don't want to see Will go down. I've all, you know, even, even though, you know, I didn't have my little quirks with Will before, but like, man, you know. Will been a he been a pretty alright guy, you know what I'm saying? And then no, no everybody got their faults. I don't know what his is, but what I will say is like, man, hey, you might want a second, you know, guess it, you know, shoot, kids is grown now, you ain't got to pay no child support, you might have to give up a little bit of the bread. Just go ahead and do that, cause I mean, at the end of the day, you is the bag. <laughs> you the bag. You you ain't got no business acting like that, player. You the bag. You know what I'm saying? You get move. You could get a movie deal like it ain't nothing. Easy, you know. I mean, no offense, but I ain't seen Jade in a lot of newer movies. No, I can't even think of one. But I don't be plugged in like that. Yeah, but, uh, me either. Me either. But, but uh, you know what? We we gonna go ahead and jump to the next session. What we got else on there, Aki? We gonna talk about uh, Kentanji Brown Jackson. Am, am I am I putting that in order right? Let me see real quick. Kentanji, yes, Kentanji Brown Jackson's uh, Senate. Uh, special committee uh, procedures, whatever. Oh God! And uh, Aki, we we seen Cory Booker speak. You know what I'm saying in support of Katanji Brown Jackson. I'm gonna keep it real. This is more about Cory Booker, bro. Yeah, this is more about Cory Booker. And because uh, we were, we spoke about Katanji Brown Jackson last episode. Yeah. Uh, we kind of previewed the up, you know, what's going on now. But this man Cory Booker got up there. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just get right into it. I mean, this this man brought up Harriet Tubman. You know, not only was he crying, you know, going on pandering for, you know, 10 plus minutes, you know, towards the end, he brings up Harriet Tubman. Yeah, man. And he, he says that, uh, you know, Harriet Tubman, he's not, he's not describing none of the oppressors of Harriet Tubman, mind you. Yeah. But he says Harriet Tubman got up, left slavery, ran away. You know, and then went back to, to help more black people, mm-hmm. and did it again, and, and, and again, again, and, and again, and again. Uh, and that you know, part of her guidance system was a star in the sky, and it was a star of hope. And he says, Cory Booker says that it was not only a star of hope, you know, leading you know these African enslaved Africans to freedom in the north yeah even as far north as canada some yeah. people left niggas the whole, had to get all the way up to canada you know what i'm saying some people also went to mexico escaped yep. s- southward as well mm-hmm. most of them was going southwards before this war so uh not only was it a star hope for slaves escaping slavery which uh you know was on was on the books law was was law yeah that's law we, we talking about the fugitive slave law where she was from again what maryland uh, i'm not sure he took virginia harry I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Either way, it was plantations there. She was on one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, 
I mean, it, it's crazy, so, man. Let me finish up to, yeah, about, ahead, about the star real quick. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, so, go. Cory Booker says this star that helped Harriet Tubman is also a, uh, a star of hope for this country. And, uh, you know, so he's saying don't give up on America. Like, just like Harriet Tubman didn't give up on her enslaved family, don't give up on America. You know, and he said, Cory Booker told Kataji Brown Jackson, today you're my star. Yeah. You know, and, uh, <laughs> and I was just, I mean, I guess to, to pass it off to you, Aki, I said, you know, where Cory Booker sees a star of hope as far as Kentaji Brown Jackson making up this, uh, you know, seat at the table of progress, you know, and, and you know, I mean, Cory Booker's going as far as saying that I want America to love us. We, we want America to love us as much as we love America. Yeah. And this is a far departure from Malcolm X saying we're not Americans, we're the victims of America. Like, we're like, the victims of Americanism, which is the which is the truth of it. And I mean the, and I, I I'll end right here on on this this question about the star. Cory Booker sees a star of hope for our integration, you know, our successful integration into America, right? And you know, this is where Nat Turner saw an eclipse. <laughs> Black that shit out. Yeah, Nat, Nat Turner sees an eclipse while Cory Booker sees a star of hope. Man. You know, and, and of course, I'm talking about it was the eclipse that uh, Nat Turner and, and his community, mm. you know what I'm saying, uh, in Virginia, right? Yeah. <laughs> saw uh, that uh, was a sign, you know, part of the prophecy that Nat Turner received. He saw you know, it twice. You know, uh, exactly. And part of the prophecy to begin the this slave rebellion. Yeah, man, it's, it, it, this is something right here that's just... This man got up there and he talked about... She represents the love that America represents. Said that it's the love that gave us African American, New African, ADOS, whatever you want to call us, to choose you call yourselves, gave us the love. And then she said the love with Irish and Chinese American and Japanese, really she said Chinese American people in those railroad camps and shit. I'm like, why are you comparing us to them? That's the first factor. Hmm. Then she said it represents the love that allowed her and her husband to be together. The love that changed the laws. You mean this white, this black woman's white husband? You mean the laws that was put in act by some um, woman to be with a white man? You know, I, sometimes I question, would we put that much behind a black man in Congress with a white woman? Even though there have been plenty of black men in Congress with white women, how many of you hear about? That's not held up as no sign of progress as much, is it? And held up as no sign of progress. This Negro. I wonder why. Said she will ascend to the court. This nigga said ascend. Like, you know, Jesus. Sending to heaven, oh, that type of shit. Ascend. Yeah, ascend. Yo, what's going on in America right now, man? What's going on in the black community? You know, 
Um, this man pandered for damn near 11 minutes. The hardest level. Of, I'm like, damn, you would think that she really, like, like he, like she must got the the the, the real authority or something. You pandering. You ever seen the movies like the medieval movies, and you'll see the new king get elected. Mm-hmm. Or the new queen get elected, and then the 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 the, the, the subjects or the little snake motherfucker come around and just be sitting around there all day. Just oh yeah, you're the greatest queen ever. You're the greatest king ever. Yeah, nobody can see your line. You're the king. You're the lord's king. You reign over all lands and all this other shit. Just giving you all types of praise. I'm like, bro, she didn't need all of that. You up there crying? She up there crying? I make up running. You up there looking sad? You giving out intense faces? You just super happy? He looked like he took about two bumps of that nose candy. Hmm. I don't think he did, but I don't know. You know how these politicians get down. But he was just like too happy. I think and he too was joyous. He's trying to get back uh, Rosario Dawson. I can't even pronounce her name. Rosario. Yeah, he's trying, he trying to get I, back with her. Yeah, I think they broke up. You know. Oh what I'm man, so you know what I'm saying. Well, he's trying to woo her back with yeah. this pandering. I'm sorry to hear that, but man, you need to. Um, this shit didn't make no goddamn sense right here, y'all. I mean, it was like, and then what you was saying in there, it's like you just gave glory to America. Just, just, and and really what it is is this. You tried to connect it to the shared heritage that you and her have as African Americans. Mm-hmm. You know, that shared heritage of the toll and the plantations and the cotton fields and the rice plantations and the Jim Crow and all of those things and the red line. It's like you trying to use that as no, a but- symbol of America. No, nigga, that's our shit. But he... You see, the story always stops. You know what I'm saying? If you can talk about Harriet Tubman, if a, if a liberal, no matter what color, talk about Harriet Tubman, they're going to stop the story about, you know, I guess the U.S. history at a certain point. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, they always leave out all this other stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Like, the end of Reconstruction. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Jim Crow. Yeah. Like you said, right? But, see, that none of that stuff figured into, because what is Cory Booker going to say as a liberal then? You know what I'm saying? And the, the same country that can, that continues to this day to betray us mm-hmm. and exploit us as a way to give life, give blood to this the heart of capitalism. It's the, it's the oppression and the exploitation of the lowest classes, right, that gives the blood to this system to continue living. Yeah. And you know what? So so what so what you mean? This America loves us because of our sacrifice. Yeah. America loves us because we're not rebelling. And and and, and you have to remember something too. Now, I, I, if 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 you want to call it love, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like yeah. that that's the love they yeah. got for us. We we, yeah. we can't love them beyond that. We can't I, love I, we can't love the, you know, America to change that relationship. And, that, and that's the catch. When you talk about all those other peoples, the Chinese American. And the Irish American, the biggest difference between us and them is that for some reason, black people have never fully assimilated. We were not willing to give up everything. And we were not willing to do those things like them. And even if we were willing and we tried to before, you still had a problem with it. So, you know, um, us, us, you know, us pandering to this to this ain't gonna ain't gonna save anything you know it's not gonna change anything um you know i personally feel like you know and especially with these last couple of political races and a lot of the things that's been going on the last two three years it's like they're trying to they're trying to make you know like make a buffer class with black women you know they want black women to be the representative 
of the black community. And it's not all black women. It's a Pacific type. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, it's going to go along with that shit. Yeah, it's a Pacific type. You know. Um, this woman, you know, I mean. And the higher runs that you go, the more necessary it is for you to have a white husband. To have a white husband. The catch is, is that, you know, that's not going to trickle down onto the everyday working class people like that as much. You know, because I hate to say it, most working class people, whether they're from any type of ethnic or racial group, they sort of think in a race first concept, you know. So, you know, this this whole thing, we've seen it with a lot of the programs that's been getting dished out, a lot of the extra funding that's been thrown out. It's something weird going on. Um, I always feel that they're trying to divide the black community in those type of ways. But um, like. These are the things that we sort of got to be watchful for, you know. No offense, but I don't trust her no far as I trust Clarence Thompson ass. Clarence Thompson been sitting up on the guy. Thomas. Tom, Thomas. Mm-hmm. Clarence Thomas been up there for how many years? He got it for life, too. Republican, married to a white woman. What's his politics? Did they change anything? I don't really think so. So, you know, we just got to be sort of mindful of that shit, man. This is crazy. This ain't got no reason to be pandering up there on stage. For for any politician, I would have been really mad if he would have been doing it towards a man. And, I mean, it hurts because I think Cory Booker actually believes the shit that he's talking about. With yeah, America. I think he do. And it really comes down to, like, this black liberal politics of recognition, right? If we can just be recon- – if our expertise can just be recognized uh, in higher office – you know, if uh, we can just make more people aware of our condition mm-hmm. and maybe we can impress upon this country to love us finally, to finally do right by us. And, uh, you know, we got to give that the politics of recognition up. Yeah. You know, uh, it's not, you know, we're not, you know, what, what's happening to us, it's already recognized. You know, it, it, now it's a it's a matter of power. Yeah. It's a matter of power, Aki. Yeah. And either we're going to build black independent power or we're going to keep on running on they little spinning wheel like some fucking hamsters, mm-hmm. you know, just reacting to shit. Yeah. And, uh, you know, letting these little tr- trinkets come come and go, you know. Just like Clarence Thomas didn't change the Supreme Court, neither is Ketanji Brown-Jackson yeah. going to change this country. Yeah. You know, it's not going to happen. And plus, she got an endorsement. I don't care what stage of her career happened at. I, I, it it might have been recently. But it might have been earlier in her career. I don't, I don't even know. I just know. You get an endorsement from the Fraternal Order of Police, Aki? Yeah, I seen that. You get an endorsement from the Fraternal Order of Police? That's serious. I mean, that they worse than the police departments, Aki. The police departments actually has some level of democratic control relative mm-hmm. to the Fraternal Order of Police. You know, it's like the police union. Them motherfuckers would be... Yeah, that, that shit just sound like a lodge. <laughs> That's where them clan niggas be at. You know, clan what I'm cra- I'm, crackers. My my apologies. <laughs> I ain't gonna I ain't gonna say that. I, yeah. gonna, I can't call them that. <laughs> crackers. But I mean, you know, man. Hey, hey, you know. But yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I can. This is a quote that he said: "I can make this country love me as much as I love it." That's the dream. That's their dream, right? I can make this country love me as much as i love it and we this is how far away how far departed black politics i guess mainstream black politics has been dragged malcolm x used to have a voice in the mainstream kind of black political conversation Mm -hmm. and that black nationalism you know what i'm saying like 
but it really show you how, you know, the black liberals have colluded with our enemy to really push that out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Especially those in the media, those in the academy. Mm-hmm. They've colluded together. The state and these motherfuckers have colluded together to push out black revolutionary, black nationalist thought. Uh, and yeah, we got you know we got to call that shit out like we're doing. Yeah. Uh, and on on the point of the black media, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Let's go on and transition to this last topic. The yeah. black news channel, uh, like we said before, was intended to be an actual TV channel. Ended up just being a YouTube, but it's a it's a black me- political like media news venture. Yeah, that uh, you know, I, I'm sure this is a surprise many people. Not owned by a black man yeah. who, who put up the fifty million dollars. It's a non-black man named Sahid Khan, and he owns the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah. So he's he was he, a, he's in the ownership. He's a Republican. Yeah. in the ownership club with a whole bunch of white racists. No, no. Let's say this. He it it, it was founded and 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 it's ran by a brother. Two brothers. Yeah. But the money behind it, the fifty million. Yeah. And we got follow the money. Yeah. Came from him. So yeah, he run it. Also, JC Watts is is I think one of the founders. One of the founders. So JC Watts is one of the founders. Also, uh well not also. He's also a Republican, but you yeah. know, he's a black man and Republican. Mm-hmm. Uh former congressman. Yeah. For, former Republican congressman. So, uh, I mean, that's show you right there. The fact that we thought we was going to get something special from, you know, and they hired Mark Lamont Hill. Yeah. And I, there's some other people on there. I don't really know about them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, but I do, you know, Mark Lamont Hill for as great as a job he does as a professional in his position. Yeah. Uh, of course, politically, I think we discussed on the show before, mm. you know, saying some, uh, some different things we disagree with. But uh, as far as having the courage to really stand on the black community's position and really display that, I don't think mm-hmm. Black News Channel did that effectively. Oh, no. And, I mean, this is pointed out by other people in the black news media that we actually pay attention somewhat to, yeah. like Professor Black Truth, yeah. uh, Tone Talks, and uh, some folks like that. Like, yeah. uh, you know, they was pointing it out how, you know, BNC, we knew it was going to fail. BNC, and this is what, what got us, Aki, mm-hmm. Black News Channel getting... Less than three thousand, four thousand viewers yeah. with a fifty million dollar investment. Like we got people on YouTube that just invested in an iPhone thirteen and a stand and a light. Maybe a maybe you know may already had the iPhone thirteen. He just got a light and a stand, and, and that was fifty bucks. And that person can get literally four thousand views. We just seen something, bro. Well, a lady was had she was on a live and she had two thousand viewers. Mm-hmm. Two thousand people was watching. And she just streamed from her iPhone. And she a black, black woman iPhone. named Chris Chrisman Chris, 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 Cure. Yeah, yeah Crimson Cure. Yeah, Crisman I can't even say that word. Yeah, yeah. two thousand views, y'all. Y'all getting three thousand, y'all got fifty million back in y'all. Like what was they paying for? Yeah, it really show you right there, bro. I, I I hope, you know, uh Collectives like the Black Media, uh, I'm sorry, I said Black Media. I meant uh, Black Power Media. Yeah, you know, hopefully, you know, they can fill in. You know, what I'm saying some of that vacuum gap. You know, what I'm saying because I do agree with a lot of what Black uh, Power Media be talking about. Yeah. So hopefully, BPM can you know maybe step in, step in. You know, yeah, man, yeah, hopefully so. Some of that. You know, I mean, I I was you know I would try to use, I would try check it out um sometimes you know to see how it was going, but um. 
Yeah, I looked up. To, I looked up today, I'm trying to see what was happening, and sure enough, it's closed, <laughs> shut down. But see, they was trying to do some. They, yeah, I think BNC was trying to mimic CNN. Yeah, yeah. You, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, uh, and I think one of the people, one of the people that was running it, you know what I'm saying? One of the managers, you know, in BNC was actually a former CNN head. Oh. Not not head of the whole thing, but as far as like uh, I forgot exactly what, but where, was a higher up in CNN. So they actually got CNN personnel working there. So I mean, this is why you see everybody in the same as generic background. Yeah. Uh, with the suits on and, and all this stuff, you know what I'm saying? Like, and just really trying to mimic the professionalism of, of a CNN or something like that. When that, you know, it, it's ridiculous that they got that much of an investment and couldn't actually get people in the room that are already connecting with black people to, you know, collaborate with. Yeah. You know, you should have been sharing. You, I mean, ideally, in ideal world, you know, you're going to go to people like him, even like a Jared Ball. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And uh, people that's been in black political news media for a long time now that already know how to, you know, sustain and grow a following. Yeah. That's in it already. You know what I'm saying? That's where that should have went. And, of course, I'm biased on, on uh, the type of politics there as well. I mean, but, you know, like, yeah. I mean, to be honest with you, if that was the case, y'all could have saved that money and just went ahead and just did a YouTube channel. And stream lives, <laughs> yeah. you know. Um, you know, I think the real ironic thing about it is, is now they ain't trying to pay these people. Yep, yep, you're right. And the, yeah, I think they finally did cut, cut the checks for it, but Maybe. it took Mark Lamont Hill tweeting about it. Yeah, you know, and, and really putting the word out there that BNC, like the owner of BNC, although he's a billionaire, mm-hmm. was uh, I guess not wanting to cut that last check. Yeah. And also the severance pay for the employees is horrible. Mm. So as far or like the 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 the, the severance settlement. Yeah. They only getting 5 more days of health coverage. Mm. So you get dropped from your job and you only get covered with health insurance for 5 days. That's bogus as hell. You know, there's there's other, you know, but why would but why would there's, he care? He wouldn't care. There's other comparative organizations that you know gave you gave people health insurance for a whole year. Yeah, as severance, especially this is a multi million dollar company, less than a hundred employees. He wouldn't care. He an Indian, and I ain't knocking Indians, but I'm saying he an Indian. Why would he have that much concern about saving someone who is not from his community? You know, he looked at it as a cash cow, a way to get some of this little advertisement money. And when he didn't, when it panned out that he wasn't gonna break even, he was like bump all that. Yeah. And it took a text to make him give up the money, a tweet to give up the money. So it was. This was not about putting together a stellar news program that was gonna provide a, a valuable service to the black community. Mm-hmm. Hey, check it out. It was a money. It was to get some money. What did they say in the? They said in the foundational statement. A channel providing news for black and brown people. I don't know where your black and brown unity at now. Cause that was a brown man, and he damn sure didn't want to pay you. You know, people gotta we gotta get fixated off this shit. If you're gonna be a black news channel, be a black news channel. And the only way you're gonna be a black news channel is being financed by black news or black people. You know, you can't get your money and the bulk of your money out of other people. That just look at it. You came and you went. You know, they sort of tried to use the same BET model. 
You know, people try to make it like Bob Johnson built his stuff straight up. Nah, Bob Johnson met another exec. He got he became friends with an exec. And the exec invested in him. And that's how he got there. So it, it was the same damn model, just done in a different way. And because BET was so a one of its kind, and there was nobody else out there doing that like BET was, they lasted a lot longer and had a lot of stand power because they were the only ones really doing it. Mm-hmm. You know? So, I mean, you know, it's sad that, you know, those journalists and, and people who worked for the company um, were, you know, they lose, they lost their jobs. And, you know, it could have been something real special. You know, I'm always going to hope for a, a, a 24-7 black news channel, you know. Um, they might have to start throwing some reruns on there or something like that. I ain't against the reruns, you know. But to, to do something like CNN, you damn sure got to be getting more than 3,000 followers on 3,000 views. That made CNN numbers right there. No, you're right, Aki. And I mean, I wonder how how real that number is, but you know, I guess we'll never know. But uh, Biaki, I mean, I guess any last, uh, you know, what I'm saying, last little tidbits, last little pieces you want to give people before we head out. Uh, you know, just always, you know, be mindful of what you're watching here. You know, what I'm saying, move with your better judgment, and uh, that's about it, Aki. All right, then, y'all. Well, uh, this is Fire This Time Podcast. You know, now a member of the Push Soul family. You know it. And uh, we're going to catch y'all next time for episode 44. Hope y'all enjoyed this one, though. Peace. Peace.